Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! Let's start the afternoon off with what I consider a, one of the worst contracts. And it just goes to show you when you get desperate as a franchise, you will do anything. Uh, and, you know, forced and back uh, back to the wall, back in a corner, you'll do anything to make sure you change the narrative. But San Francisco today in baseball, the fact that they gave Carlos Correa 13, million, 13 years for $350 million, that to me is as, much, as dumb a move as I can ever see in my life. And I I understand they had to do something. I get the idea that Minnesota would have loved to have had uh, Correa back and they offered him a ton of money. I get all that. I mean, I get the idea that the Giants, you know, were bad in attendance last year. The Dodgers and Padres are doing what they are doing. I understand all that. Uh, but the fact that you get backed into a corner as a franchise and the fact that uh, you have to resort and listen, give the agent credit. That Boris is a genius. Uh, the fact that he was able to, uh, you know, and I, I get the idea that Steve Cohen got in a mix late, but that uh, Boris, he can he get snow from an Eskimo, uh, get uh, get conch- snow from an Eskimo, blood out of a stone, all the narratives that you hear, what a job he did. And to sort of flee San Francisco and convince that organization to give him $350 million for a 29-year-old shortstop who, uh, who they're going to pay him for 13 years, that is just a mind-boggling scenario. And there is no way, in no way in hell, you can basically tell me that this is a good move for San Fran- for the Giants. I understand they needed somebody they can sell. I needed. I understand that they finished second for Judge. I understand that this is a bad team. I, I get all that. And I also understand that what they did two years ago with that 107-win season with all the platooning and the pinch hitting and the homers they got from uh, unlikely sources and the fact that they almost uh, you know got to a World Series that year. They won 107, lost to LA in Game 5, who won 106. So I understand all that, but that doesn't, and I understand that last year they went the exact opposite. I get it, which is no surprise. But for the Giants to go out there and see if they can answer their prayers with a guy who is not going to sell one ticket, and I gave, I, I, I can't, I can't fathom the reason why they would have done this. No, I can fathom the reason, but I, I can't, I, I can't agree with it under any circumstances. This is a guy in Correa who last year hit 20 homers and drove in 64 runs. Uh, he's got a life. Time batting average of 279. He has never been higher than fifth and only once then for the MVP. He's only made two All Star teams. The team that he left ended up winning a championship where their shortstop that replaced him was the MVP of the ALCS and the World Series and, you know, was basically a, a week out of Hirono, Maine. I mean, and the Black Bears up in Maine. And they and, and, that's, Heron, and that's Jeremy Pena who got big hit after big hit, resourceful little player and, you know, was there for $710,000, the minimum wage. He went to Minnesota, Correa did, and the team utterly got collapsed. They were tied for first place, first place on Labor Day, and they finished 14 games behind. And, and he was, uh, you know, the linchpin of the team. And I understand the Twins loved him, and I understand the Twins wanted to keep him, and they offered him 10 years, 285. I get all that. And Minnesota to go in that direction and go that north for a player, uh, that's they don't do that. It's a mid-market team. They did it for Maurer, but Maurer was a guy that was basically born and raised in St. Paul, who was a lifetime twin. Correa was there for six months. 
God, so I get all that. That's a very healthy sign. But for San Francisco to go out there and bring Correa in, put him at shortstop, bounce uh, Crawford to third base, and to pay him all that money, I, I, I don't understand. I don't see it. He's not a Hall of Famer. He is not an aircraft carrier. He's not a guy that's going to be able to carry your team. Yeah, you know, he, he's got he's a very good big game player. I think we all understand that him in a big game, you know, he's great in a short series because he's fearless and he's going to get big hits, hit the ball out of the ballpark and make the plays. He's shown that over the course of his career that he has been able to do that. So we give him a lot of credit for that. He, he I love him in a short series. But over the length of 162, over the length of a long-term contract with a bad back to boot, this is a contract that you cannot in- agree to if you're the Giants. And they got desperate because they lost Judge, who went back to the Yankees. They saw the Padres bring Bogarts in and make a run for Judge that was a better deal than they offered Judge late in the process. They saw, they know what the Dodgers are about. And, you know, although the Dodgers have been quiet, you know, they know the Dodgers have Betts and Freeman and they got a hell of a team that won 111 games. And the Giants realized that they could not have been left by the wayside. But, boy, that doesn't mean you got to go out there and make a bad, de- bad decision and make a bad deal. And this is a move that I cannot support. He will not sell one ticket. And I know if I played for the Giants, I would not go out there and run to the ticket office today and buy four-season tickets because Correa was brought in to play on the left side of the infield. Now, I may have done that for Judge. Judge is a local kid. Judge hit 62 home runs. He's got great power. You know, he's fun to watch. He's 6'8". I mean, there's a lot about Judge outside of the home runs that you like. I mean, Judge is, you know, listen, he hit 62 homers. He's been the MVP. Should have been twice. Correo, uh, I'm sorry, Altuve won the MVP in 17 and he may have cheated to do it. And Judge was second that year and he won it this past year. So, I mean, this is Correa has only been a top five guy once in his career. So, from that perspective, uh, I, I just don't get it. I, I really don't. And the Giants, that just goes to show you when your farm system is barren. I mean, listen, the farm system had a good run 10 years ago. They brought Lincecum up. You know, they had Matt Cain. They had Bumgarner. They had Jonathan Sanchez for a year or so. I mean, obviously, they, you know, they had Posey. They brought Crawford up, who anchored the shortstop position for two of their three world championships. Arebe did it the first year, uh, and obviously in 10, and then they brought Crawford up, and Crawford anchored the other three. So, I mean, you know, they had some... uh, Brendan Belt made a contribution. They've had some success with that farm system, those six or seven in particular, but their farm system has been from hunger recently and they never had a great farm system to begin with and for the Giants to turn around here and not have any young players not have anybody to sell the, sell the community coming off a bad year seeing what the Dodgers and Padres do with their young players and of course free agency the Giants felt desperate and they finished second with Judge and they had Boris there who saw a starving animal and you know used that to his benefit and that's a wonderful agent who used Cohen to raise the price tag, who made sure he got an offer from Minnesota just in case, and went out and used the Turner as a baseline, the $300 million for 11 years, and he got more. And everybody knew he was going to go to San Francisco. I just didn't know he was going to go for 13 years and 350. And again, one more time, this is not a, you know, this is a great short game player. He is a good, great player in short 
dosages, and in a short series, you love him on your team. But over 162, he has not proved to be that kind of player. And the Giants turned around and gave him more than it's, it's, it's absolutely absurd. It's ridiculous. And again, uh, you know, I'm not in San Francisco right now, so I'm not manning talk radio at KNBR. But I would be surprised if anybody is calling them up today saying, you know what? Sign me up for four or five season tickets uh, in 2023 and beyond because we brought Carlos Correa in. Plus, he's got the stigma of 2017. Yes, that did not affect San Francisco. It affected the Dodgers. But uh, let's face it. He knew what was going on there when they cheated. Him and Cora, that's, there's nothing there's no way around it. He was the mastermind behind that. He was wrapped up in that. He, you know, he couldn't believe how much he was wrapped up in it. He was as wrapped up in it as Beltran was, as uh, Cora was. And although you know, we can argue about the idea of how it helped Houston and how much it did or did not help the Astros win the title, the bottom line is it was wrong. And Correa was the, was, was the ringleader. That's in, the, uh, that's in play here too. Boy, it's a contract I never would have done. In a million years, I never would have done it. Never. And Boris wins all the time. All the time. The owners hate Boris, but when it comes down to it, they make deals with him. Because he gets the best player. He, he's willing to wait, whether it's Harper, Scherzer, Nimmo. I mean, you name it. A, I can go through a, a litany. Uh, Chris Bryant got $184 million, never plays. Uh, you know, Seager, Simeon. I mean, I, 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 I got, there's a billion of them. And he does it every time. And he had Correa. Correa blew off his previous agent. He signed up with Boris. Boris took the three-year, $105 million contract last year with Minnesota because he overplayed his hand. Uh, and, uh, you know, he thought maybe that big contract would, would be out there after the other guys had signed, you know, story included. And he was wrong. He had to settle for a three-year deal, but he got the app out, which was bright. He got a $30 million a year contract, so he made more on the average. And then he turned around and he uh, parlayed that into $350 million. That's a ma- that's an agent. That's an agent. And the Giants got hoodwinked here. Now, see, here's the thing about Boris. Boris can't sit there and say that the Giants didn't get hoodwinked because they did. He don't, he's not going to say that because the Giants just... So now he's going to tell you that the Giants did a great job. What a job by San Francisco. See, you can't sign that kind of contract and play at both ends. Where, you know what? The team did well and the player did well. It doesn't work that way. So he can't say the Giants made a great deal. No, they didn't. They made a lousy deal. They're going to pay this guy until he's 42 years of age. I mean, think about that for a minute. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Mad Dog's Daily Bite is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts.